Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Man, show friend of the show, my man, Ethan Taylor, Cal State Fullerton, getting the job done, winning the Big West again, going to the Big Dance again. Diedrich, what is up, my brother? Not much, man. Just, uh, just trying to enjoy the moment, trying to enjoy some of the some of the uh, accolades that these guys have gotten and the attention that these guys have garnered just because of their play. So literally surviving on little sleep and uh just just enjoying the moment man uh i saw you i watched all your games man at turning man you was coaching your butt off brother i saw you getting <laughs> deep into it and when you all had that covid pause did you see this happening after after that pause you all had end of the year um, beginning of the year yeah yeah i thought that this team was talented enough I just wasn't sure if the intangibles would would show themselves through the course of this team's actions. Um, but from a talent standpoint, from a depth standpoint, um, you know, all of the tools that that you need to put together a team, I thought our staff did that. And I just, again, I was just unsure of some of the some of the intangibles, the chemistry, um, the togetherness, you know, the things that lead to the moment that we're experiencing. I just wasn't sure that it was going to all play out, but but I had a hunch that if it did, we had some really talented dudes. And you know what's good, man? I know you loved it defensively. You got to win on a stop. That's no doubt. I know you love that. I, said, I, said, I know he loved that one. He get we won on a stop. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Now that that was uh, at that point, man. I really didn't care how we won. I just wanted to win. I didn't. I did. I, I trusted and knew that our defense was good enough um, because of what had transpired the two nights previous. You know, we held both of those teams who are really efficient from an offensive standpoint well below um, their percentage averages. You know, twenty nine percent I think from from the floor and and twenty four percent from three. You know, and 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 we did. You know, we showed ourselves how talented we can be when we're committed to doing things and doing them the right way. And so uh, for a long reach game, you know, to come down uh, to, you know, one possession, especially the way the game started, I think we got down 14 points. And so get ourselves back in the, back in the game and, you know, present ourselves with that opportunity um, defensively. 
in my opinion, I, you know, I think somebody said this, I know somebody said this, not, I think, um, but, but obviously championships are won with defense. No doubt. And like you said, you were down by 14. They were pressing, trapping, flustering you guys, causing turnovers, as I know you, you didn't like, but you figured it out. And talk about your guys' resolve in that regard. And just in that game, we you know they your boy coming out there with the Snoop braids later, yapping and he's thinking they're gonna do something. And then he will come back and shut him down where you did with, with your man over Maddox on him as well. Yeah, no, I thought I thought our guys, um, you know, they, they've been in that situation before in terms of experience and being down. You know, and actually that typifies most of our games, you know, where we start slow and we don't get off to a good start. And all of a sudden we have to crawl, crawl back in, you know, in the situation. And so I knew this game was this team was capable of it. I just didn't know whether or not they would do it. You know, that's always the question. You don't know who's going to show up, but I knew they were capable of it based on the experience. And then, you know, once the game kind of settled in and we started to gain a little bit of confidence versus their press, you know, I think their press bothered us, you know, because of the, the style. That's that's the way that Long Beach wants to play. They want to create a helter-skelter style, an up-and-down style. And we're a little bit different in terms of our organization in, in, in each possession, both offensively and defensively. It's a little more uh, stable. And so, if, you know, you create an unstable environment that these guys, they can adjust and they did adjust, but it, it obviously took us a while. And then from a defensive standpoint, you know, having size on Slater, even though he was getting his stuff off and he's a, he's a very good player. Um, I think putting Trey, uh, Trey Maddox Jr. on him, again, with his size and with his athleticism and with his length, I think it, it, it bothered uh, Slater down the stretch. Obviously, you know, he got off to a really, really hot start. And, you know, the, the funny thing, man, both teams were yapping. You know, both teams were talking trash it, it, to, the, to the point of the official gave both teams attack, both players attack. And so um, that kind of um, that's just a part of the game, you know, and it's, and it's so funny if if you have energy enough to talk trash then keep the same energy when trash is being talked back to you. You exactly. know, don't all of a sudden try to act like, oh, it's new or, you know, everybody was participating in that thing, man. And so um, I, I'm just just glad our guys were able to come out on the right side and, and they deserved it, in my opinion. And uh, EJ Anasicki, my man, I, I mean, bro, the, on fourth side on the boards, putting fouls on them brothers, uh, making sports in the top 10 nominee dunks out there, man. Talk about that young man, man. I like what he, that guy was doing, my guy. <laughs> no, he he had a his impact was 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 tremendous, you know, on, on a lot of different levels. From the first day that he stepped foot on campus, he he told this group this is what he was about and this is what he wanted to do and this is what he came here for. And he led them through example that way, and I think through verbal that verbal um, talking to those guys and just letting them know, man, hey, like, like all you have to do is work. And go out there and and do your job. And this group, they did that. You know, again, with with EJ, I thought he was he was a beast, man. Like in terms of his his ability to rebound, his ability to score, his ability to just just play hard. Like I'm standing up coaching the game, and I found myself in awe of some of the rebounds and some of the plays that he was able to make. But I knew, um, you know, his mindset. And I didn't talk to him about it, but he was really upset at the fact that he was not named player of the year in the conference. And so he used that as fuel. He was driven by 
okay, these these guys and these coaches don't think that I'm the best player in this conference. I'm going to show them, you know, and, and anytime you have, I think you, I think in one game you had 20 rebounds and 16 points. And then obviously in the championship game, I think he had 20 points and 11 rebounds. So like his impact is tremendous and, and it will be one that will never be forgotten in my opinion. It's conditioning because you're playing him a lot of minutes. You know, he's yeah. a bigger guy. He's yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at this dude like this. His conditioning has to be off the charts to play that hard, that long, back to back to back night. So close to that young man doing what he's doing in the gym in the weight room because his conditioning was on, on ten for me, brother. Yeah, no, I think that's a lot of his experience. You know, he's also a fifth year senior, and he understands you know to perform at that level. Um, conditioning is a big piece of that and big part of that. And, and he bought into it, you know, from a, from an individual standpoint, you know, we practice and before practice, you walk in the gym and EJ would be dripping with sweat. Then we practice and then you walk out of the gym and he, the, the last thing you see in the gym is just him working and trying to get himself going and trying to develop a rhythm. And I think the, the, the payoff was his ability to be able to do um, or perform at a level that, that allowed him to, take advantage of of his conditioning and uh you know i took for me man i saw what damari mills said every time he made a run he had a key shot you know yeah. uh, every time hey he come back mills there for, for a jumper so talk about damari having these timely shots and finding his way you know so and then making them make making do what they do because you gotta have those run killers and he was doing it for you guys to get you all set on defense again so you don't have to worry match up the way you want to match up get maddox or your uh, um on Slager there. Yeah, no, I think, again, he's another fifth-year senior in terms of his graduation. He went to two years or two two different institutions before we were able to to get him here. And, and for that, um, you know, again, the experience of him being in those moments and him understanding those moments. And then I thought, you know, really interesting. Um, one thing that was a so-called knock was that he couldn't shoot. And I said, yes, you can shoot. You just have to take shots that you can make. And I thought his understanding of that and his buy-in or belief into that allowed him to gain a level of confidence and but 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 show that he's capable of, of making those shots, um, taking those shots. And if you notice, they're all for the most part catch and shoot shots, catch and shoot attempts. You know, off the dribble, I think he's a different animal and he does some things differently. But as far as like catch and shoot shots he's very confident and in those moments where he recognizes, Hey, my team needs me to score. And he would do those things. And, and yeah, lo and behold, we needed him to, to do those things. I think against Davis, I want to say, or maybe Hawaii, I don't know. I don't remember which game it was, but he was five of six from three. No and again, they were, they, were, they were timely shots. They were, they were things that, that our group needed, you know, and, the senior came through for us. And uh, another big shot was he only made one, but Tory Santonio, he took that, he, he took that, got that ball and shot it and made it. You know, I'm like, yeah. hey, right place, right time. He had the confidence, he shot it and made it. So I'm like, that's another play that might not be mentioned as much, but that was a key shot too for you guys. No, I think Tory's play all three games was, was very instrumental in allowing us to be successful. You know, Tory is a guy that he does things that don't necessarily show up on the stat sheet. He's always guarding the other team's best perimeter at 6'5". Um, he's always putting an amount of pressure on them defensively to work. But then offensively, he's no slouch, as you saw. You know, the shot that he took is, is the same shots that he takes after practice with one of our coaches. He has a routine in every day, every shoot around. 
it's the same routine. It's no different. And that shot that he took, he's probably shot the same exact shot, I don't know, a hundred hundreds of thousands of times after practice. And throughout the course of the year, he's he's hit one or two of those shots to to allow us to stay, you know, stay in striking distance. And and again, he didn't do anything that he's not prepared for. He didn't do anything over, above, and beyond. Like to the to the outside world, you know, him hitting those shots. Me, yeah, it may it may seem crazy, but to us, that's what he does. He just does exactly what the team needs him to do. Whether it's a get a loose ball, or whether it's get an offensive rebound, or guard the other team's best player, or you know, just from his energy and his ability to communicate that energy. Again, that it's a vibe for for this group, and they expect it from him, and he was able to deliver. No doubt, I think. Being able to beat Hawaii and uh, Beach, uh, who will beat you previously, um, had to make your guys really get them all locked in and focused. I know when back when I in my playing days, somebody beat beat us. I wanted to be beat them worse. You know, I said the next time I saw them. So, how much that factor for your your guys knowing that their guys went to Hawaii, went the way you wanted to go, beat you, beat you, and, and ready to say, hey, we're gonna get this done, and then Henderson Nevada tonight. Yeah, I think it, I, I think it's at the end of the day, listening to them, the feedback that they were able to get from those games fueled what we saw Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know, when we went to Long Beach in the in the regular season, the first first game was washed out because of COVID. Them here, um, but going over there, they realized, hey, we played eighteen out of twenty or eighteen out of forty four or forty minutes, and it was good enough to, to garner us a seven or nine point lead at their place. And so that allowed them to understand from a confidence standpoint, you know, we can play with these guys, but then we didn't win. And the reason why we didn't win was because we didn't do what allowed us to get that lead, which was take care of the basketball, which is get to the free throw line, which is defend. Um, and we let the game slip through our hands. And in Hawaii, I think we were dealing with, with a bunch of different things and Hawaii literally took us behind the, the shed there and beat, beat us beat the brakes off of us and and but again our team learned from that our team understood that we weren't I think I heard one of our coaches talk about this you know when we played at Hawaii we really didn't play Hawaii because we were dealing with some some stuff and we had to go through some stuff and we had to learn from that stuff and I think that allowed them to gain a different level of fuel and obviously losing to them at their place you know that was motivational motivation for for this group on on Friday and Saturday and you know, DJ, hearing about how you're the second coach, your uncle take this school to challenge as twice as you, uh, 21 seasons twice as you, um, four 10 win seasons in conference, you. So being your friend, I'm happy as hell for you, but how does <laughs> it make you feel? You know, all the, you know stuff about you, man, knowing all the work you put in. Um, I, it's great. Uh, I'm, I mean, you know, anytime you receive those types of accolades and, and those types of things, but you know, it, it's awesome. Um, but I'm, as you know, I, I'm not driven by those things. Those things are best byproducts that that the society or the, the community that we live in, they they deem those as as success attributes. You know, the successful things to me are, are the relationships amongst our managers, you know, the relationships amongst our managers and players and those guys hitting it off and some of the relationships that have been going through our boosters and, and you know, watching Danny Sprinkle take his team to the NCAA tournament, um, watching Cal Poly and, and watching Coach Smith do his thing to try to revitalize that program and, and, and watching Coach Santos grow and develop into one of the best coaches, assistant coaches, you know, in the country. 
And nobody knows that, nobody understands that, but I guarantee you, if you just peek under the hood, you'll quickly find there's a reason why all of those accolades are, are being garnered. It's because of the people, it's because of the young men, it's because of the beliefs that they all have, and it's because our culture is infested with, hey man, I'm not asking you to do any, any miraculous thing. I'm asking you to work as hard as you possibly can and do what you do best. And if you do that, to me, those accolades and some of the things that we've been able to achieve, they're just a byproduct of, of that work. And that's, that's literally what's exciting to me. And that's what I focus on. And um, yeah, it feels good when your parents are saying some of those things to you, when you hear your parents saying those things to their friends, that's, you know, that those are bone chilling moments for you. Yeah. And I'm going to say, and I know you're a humble guy. This guy's a hell of a dude, people. <laughs> he's a hell of a guy. <laughs> Behind the scenes, he's a great dude. I ain't gonna tell y'all what we told me to discuss off the air. But he's a, <laughs> yeah, don't say that. <laughs> uh, we, he's a hell of a guy. I'm telling you, <laughs> he's a hell of a guy, <laughs> people. <laughs> and you know what? You play in Duke, a uh, school that's very famous here and around here, Atlanta. Uh, Coach K's last tournament run had to be special to go against him, you know, before he retires. And hopefully you'll retire him. Like, like the WWE. Tell me who can retire. Talk about playing Coach K and Duke, man, in the yeah, tournament. There, there's a lot of pageantry behind, obviously, being in the tournament. But but being in this situation, playing him um, for what arguably could be, you know, his last go-around from a college basketball standpoint, a lot of what we know as college basketball is synonymous with Coach K successful basketball is synonymous with Coach K. Successful leadership is synonymous with Coach K. And so to be a part of that and, and to be a part of the history, obviously you, you can't um, put into words what that truly means as a guy, as a young college basketball fan, as a basketball fan in general, growing up and watching Duke being built and then watching Duke become Duke. Um, that is super, super special. And, and, and again, you know, we talk about this all the time in terms of legendary moments. You know, that's something that will always go down in history in terms of us being a part of basketball history. And not only is this group going to have their name up in the rafters, but they'll have their name in the, in the NCAA record books as, as, as Duke's opponent. And I think, again, that's something that's something special. It's something unique that these young men, I've encouraged them to, to understand. And they don't right now, but understand when you have kids and they have kids, when you come back, when they bring them back, your name, no matter what happens to this institution, no matter that your name will be synonymous with, with the success and the legacy that you left. And your kids have to, they, they, they will be able to recognize that. And so that, that part of it excites me and being a part of, um, basketball history, college basketball history with playing Coach K. And, um, you know, that that's, I, I, again, I don't even have the words to, uh, to, to utter to be uh, in position to, to be a part of it. No doubt, Diedrich, man, uh, you know, I'm happy for you. You know, I'm cheering <laughs> for you. And, you know, I hope you get the job done, man. So you hope we do this again in a couple of weeks once once you done made some uh, a deep run with these Definitely. Titans out here, man. I'm I'm chained like hell for you. I'm gonna have all my uh colors for you, man. So you know I'm I'm be Definitely. rocking and rolling with you, brother. Definitely, man. I appreciate it. You know, this this again, as you mentioned, you are a true friend, and and this this started some time ago, and 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 you've seen it from the bottom, and you've seen it just as we have from all angles of this thing, and so you understand it, but I appreciate you 
um, you know, being, being true to your word and, and being true to our relationship and, and having me on is, is important, but having you as a friend is even more important. So I appreciate it, brother. Anytime, but hey, man, you be safe, man. I'll see you soon, got my guy. All right, dude. Peace. Peace now. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.